0: This is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the 5-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a Fangirls Podcast with 5-ish people.
1: The Tangents and Squee will continue. Squee. just as we continue all the way to episode 347 of the 5-ish fangirls podcast, if this is what the end of the world looks like, at least we have front receipts. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the 5-ish fangirls podcast, so glad you join us. Let's start off like a different, with Rachel's able, and see who's joined us this week.
2: This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City.
0: This is Holly from Wisconsin.
1: And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, in Indiana. Hello
2: everyone, Hey, play. how is everyone doing today? Can't complain. It
3: snowed.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't snow here, but it's probably on its way.
1: Yeah, it didn't
2: stick.
1: That's a good thing. But still, we've had snow the last two days. So yeah, fall what fall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had like a day and a half of fall weather here, and then it was like, "I'm out." <laughs> Enjoy.
2: Yeah, that's about how it is here. It's like, oh, you get two weeks of really nice fall weather, and then winter.
1: Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. There is there there is no warning of winter is coming.
2: No. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meanwhile, places like Florida are kind of are going lol. It's like, yeah. shut up,
3: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
0: just you wait,
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. I'd rather take the winter than the, in the gross humidity in the summer, but that's me, yeah.
3: yep.
1: Any hoozles after that titillating weather report, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: Well, you're looking. This, you're looking this at a just weird in. You're in. You're
1: Yeah, you're in the northern hemisphere, and uh, uh, and it's November, and it's November, yeah. so you know, <laughs> it kind of happens,
2: indeed.
1: Yeah. Mostly, I'm just uh, dragging my heels because I don't want to talk about this ten o'clock news. Because um, I have a sad, uh, right, make me very sad. Um. Which we talked, actually, we talked about this on the Golden Standard too. Um, and, you know, it was one of those where it's like, he's been ill for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, we knew right. it was coming eventually. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't mean we got to like it. Well, no. Yeah. So, but yeah, Dean Stockwell, who, mm-hmm. you know, anyone with their salt, if you're a, Sci-fi fantasy fan that knows him from Quantum Leap. Um, yep. He's also passed... in the
2: eighty, yeah, eighty-four Dune. Yes, which yep. is Where most of my friends list has been uh, dwelling on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never seen Dune, so
1: don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's not it, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it,
2: it's a thing. I know Sting isn't <laughs> it wearing underwear. So yeah. <laughs> Well, one of that. these days we will have to talk Dune just yeah. in general, but anyway, yeah. continue.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, but
2: yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: he passed away at the age of 85, so what um, uh, a lot of people may not realize, because I think a lot of people, they know Dune Suckman, they know him for things like Quantum Leap or Dune, which is in the 80s, which for him, he was starting, like, his like third wave of his career. At that point, (laughs) so because he had already had quite a significant career as a child actor in um, one of my favorite movies, Anchors Away, uh, which is a Gene Kelly movie uh, Mm -hmm. where he plays a precocious youngster who wants to run off and join the Navy uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, <laughs> uh and then he is also uh plays uh gregory peck's son in the best picture winner gentleman's agreement which we have covered on uh gold standard already um so yeah he had he had quite the career as a child actor and then um had, you know, as he grew up it kind of petered off a little. Uh, as as does happen with as does happen. Um although he would be able to go to like Broadway and do stage work. Um and then during the sixties he was mostly on T V. Um And not so much film. And then he. um, He uh, kind of stepped away from like acting all together (laughs) to, you know, you know with his family and sort of Mm -hmm. things. He was a real estate agent for a while. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) buying or selling your house
2: from Dean Sockwell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Truly, truly a Renaissance man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, then he, in the
1: eighties, he got uh, another wind as it were doing uh, things like Dune and uh, blue velvet. (laughs) Speaking of David Lynch, and yeah, mm-hmm. then eventually getting the uh, you know co-starring role alongside Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap, um, and then was able to do you know some other TV things after Quantum Leap ended. He and Bakula ended up reuniting in an in an episode of Enterprise, mm-hmm. uh,
0: and also NCIS New Orleans a couple years back, and that was that was yep. good.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's had quite the interesting career, and um, he was very, very protective of once he became an adult. Um, there was I think it's just one episode where uh, Donald P. Belisario, who was the creator and showrunner of Quantum Leap, um, his he and his wife at the time um, worked together on the show and um, their daughter ended up playing a bit part as a kid in an episode and Dean you know, even with her, even with this little girl's parents there you know, as like the showrunners of this program that he was on, he was still very, very like protective of how she was treated Mm -hmm. um, as a kid and really wanted to make sure that this in his opinion he really wanted to make sure that this was like a one-off thing that they weren't suddenly going to be like okay kid you're now going to be an actor and in show business yeah Yeah. because of how badly child actors in general are kind of treated, you know, child yes. celebrities are treated even now. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, just oh, yeah. now mm-hmm. over the weekend Britney Spears is finally free of her conservatorship and she's getting yep. ready to turn forty. So, right. so you know and will get stuff yeah, on. Yeah. When you get feign uh, young, it can yeah. it can do things. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yeah. and you know you are you are easy prey for so mm-hmm. many scumbags in Hollywood, yeah, so yep. I mean, Corey Feldman comes to mind every time i talk- we talk yep. about uh child actors mm-hmm. and some of the things he's brought to light, but yeah, I don't blame okay. it, I don't blame him and his wife one second.
0: nope, and sometimes uh, it's not the manager's producers, it's the parents. <laughs> I yeah yes. That's bad,
2: yeah yeah but you know good on good on stockman and and company for being like, yeah. Okay, this is your one thing, and you know i i i've heard i'm like I've heard actors, celebrities, you know whose kids want are like are interested in it, and they're just like, okay, you know this you know I really want you to understand what what goes on here and what could happen, and you know I'll support you, but that that mm-hmm. you know. Have something more stable in your back pocket, as it were. But, yeah, um,
1: you know, even it's like, even if you know how finicky stardom is, even these mm-hmm. days, it's like it's always good to have uh, a probably a backup plan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, well, even
2: even if you're good, just mm-hmm. because you may decide you just don't like it and you know that's been that's kind of been even a if you're of, good at it you can decide yeah. yeah this isn't for me and you want to move on to something else exactly but. um i would you know if you know i've been watching uh christy carlson romano's uh youtube channel off and on and some of the stuff she talks about you know and she's a fairly you know well-adjusted individual and didn't really get into the whole crazy um good crazy you know things that happen to disney channel stars but even then she's kind of like yeah i needed to get out of there but it's it's just interesting to have her that she talks about and it's very open about all these Mm -hmm. things that go on so yeah anyway how do we get on that tangent yeah learn from dean stockwell people yes we're Mm -hmm. you know he he's he's a famous actor and we're like more praising his parenting choices in regards to his his daughter potentially acting than we're all like oh we loved him in this role like 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 we do love his roles but it's like speaking about his his you know you know his 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 uh Example that he set for his for his kid and well, obviously, I mean, like, you know, not just his kids, but other people's kids. Others, like yeah. anytime
1: he was involved in anything where there were kids involved, whether they mm-hmm. were his or somebody else's, he just yeah. he just became like this big
2: old like mama hen. Which you know, I I'm, I'm hearing on, yeah. this and I'm like, you know, I you know, you you know, good dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's one of those people that's. I mean, you hear you hear plenty of crap out of, out of Hollywood, and it's like well, here's somebody who actually, you know, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll have to,
2: I'll have to see,
1: I have to look through the, 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 the episodes. And, Cause I know that there's an episode of the Quantum Leap podcast. And I don't know if it, I don't remember if it's that specific episode that Troy and I'm sure it probably is the episode that Troy and actually appears in. Where mm-hmm. they talk about it, and I think they talked to somebody about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they they had a special guest for that particular episode. Whether it was, um, whoever, I, I don't remember. I'll have to look. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust my memory, so I will look, and mm-hmm. if I can find it, I will post a link to it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's sad and and yeah. hearing from Dean's co stars, you know, especially people like Scott Bakula, where, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, is there a more iconic duo, I will wait? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. A buddy duo that's more, you know, as iconic as O2. I will wait. So um yeah. So yeah. Hold so, up your best cigar for, for Dean. Mm-hmm. You don't have to smoke it, just hold it. <laughs> in, in in tribute. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yes, of course, so...
1: Hold a calculator and bang it on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. sounds like he was, uh... Iggy, Iggy. Yes.
1: <laughs> Pretend you got <laughs> the hand leak <laughs> and you're, yeah. Because <laughs> she I need more power! You know. <laughs> yes all right Uh oh, moving on to more fun things and there's times like these where i wish i had cable um <laughs> hopefully i can find this on the internet somewhere after it airs but i did not know this was a thing is happening apparently i missed the initial like announcement it wasn't till uh actually simon fisher becker uh <laughs> Posted this on his Facebook page. Friend of Traveling the Vortex. Mm-hmm. Doria Maldivar, and, uh, and more importantly here, the Fat Friar. Uh, there is going to be a game show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Called Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Mm-hmm. Hosted by Helen Mirren. Yep. With. Wow fans are going to be sort you know in their houses and the houses are going to be to get compete against each other and one house is going to come out top but it's like a quiz show Mm -hmm. with the harry potter fans it's all harry potter yeah but they're but like they're going to have like some cast from the movies and other celebrities who are apparently also Potterheads. And eventually, at the end, one of the houses is going to walk away at the house cup. So, but the first episode airs on TBS and Cartoon Network on November 28th at 8 p.m. And that's going to be Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff.
2: So, so a re a rematch of the uh, the, the first Quidditch game in in the third book. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear when I hear Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff. The fact that you as... remember
1: that, you're already head and tails above me.
2: <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I have a memory <laughs> like a steel trap, also I read those books a gazillion times yeah. when I was in in high school. So, you know, I ain't ashamed to admit it. Yeah.
1: So uh if you've got uh TBS and or Cartoon Network tune in and yeah. I hope that I'm I can sure, find it somewhere on the interwebs.
2: I'm sure, let's see. I'm trying to think which, which umbrella, which, which streaming umbrella does we be under? I think maybe HBO Max? I think there might be, that might be a word might be. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's Paramount, but. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I do not know. All I know is I'm rooting for Slytherin! <laughs> of course she would. Jeez. Mm-hmm. What up, my fellow snakes? Oh. <laughs> uh, so that should be fun uh, so um and then last week last Friday was the second anniversary essentially of the launch of Disney plus, and therefore it is Disney plus day that's a the thing now um and yeah uh, that
2: was like any reason disney can be like hey look at us uh it was also as i understand it the the investor like when they do their big investor call and say hey look this is the stuff that we're that we're doing so yeah which
1: yeah which you can even if you're not investor usually you can watch air quotes but when they get to like actual footage and trailers it's just the shareholders that are in the actual call, right? Uh, that you have to wait for it to be over to actually see anything. You get to hear about it, yeah. You don't actually, get to see anything, yeah. Um,
2: Other than a bunch of uh, logos and stuff, that
1: exactly. And and a lot of this,
2: screen.
1: a lot of this, there's really just logos still because a lot of this stuff is in production, so there really isn't anything uh,
3: right. to
1: show yet. Um, But a lot of stuff that we already knew was coming Uh, is really just being reconfirmed, Um, like Disenchanted, which is Mm going to be the sequel to Enchanted. So Amy Adams um, and Patrick Dempsey are like, yes, this is happening. Um, We'll be on Disney Plus next fall. Yeah, not anymore specifically than yeah. that. Because
2: well, a lot of this, like it's, you know, like you said, production, pre-production, some, there's only like an idea for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of a, yeah, there, like you said, there's nothing to show other than here are the, here are the actors. are going to talk about it for us for a minute. Yep. Like, okay.
1: Here's the logo. So. <laughs>
2: so. And, you know, hopefully we'll have something to, to see soon on some of this. Although, one thing I had noticed, um, cause you know, last year they had talked about a lot of Star Wars stuff like a lot of shows and, and things and like, yeah, we're getting Boba Fett but it's like, they didn't show a lot of, it's like, okay, if, if these things are happening, like, where's the trailer, where's even like production stills or something to show. So that, that one was kind of a
3: Hmm.
2: Where, where you know, they didn't even mention it. So who knows what's going on with that. But I just I noticed that on you know in you on YouTube and social media and other places, people are mm-hmm. like, okay, there's a lot of Art of Marvel stuff. They announced a ton of Star Wars stuff last year, but where is it, guys?
1: Well, we've gotten some of it since then. Like we got the trailer for the Book of Boba Fett yeah. last week. We talked about it last well, week. Yeah.
2: Well we did. We just well we haven't um, had a trailer for yeah. Obi Wan. We got the Bad
1: Batch. Yeah, yeah we've got the first season of that that's out. So yeah, I
2: will well like Andor is supposed to be wrapped. There wasn't a trailer for that one. But I saw that specifically mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I, I think with the show. Star
1: Wars stuff they're trying to keep very close to the vest, I think. Uh, so but uh yeah, um something else with we already knew was coming, the uh hybrid live action cg uh rescue rangers
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's coming they'll be here in the spring uh, there's a new clip from the peter jackson beatles documentary which drops actually next week because next week's thanksgiving uh so i'm so excited for that theme here <laughs> yeah um
2: lots of lots of national geographic ones which special mention for the uh the will smith hosted one welcome to earth yeah Mm -hmm. i love that yeah i follow will
1: smith on tiktok and he posted
2: video of well i
1: mean it wasn't the entire thing because tiktok only lets you go up to three minutes um but he he posted snippets of their journey up the stairs (laughs) <laughs> Before they had to get out and literally climb to the top of the world's tallest building, which I believe is in Dubai. And uh, there's Will yeah. Smith at the very tippy top of this thing, like it's like you know just the thing stopping him from falling all the way to however many stories tall this this building is. It's like you know him and a couple of strings and a carabiner, and he's just like, <laughs> look at me, and I'm like, hell
2: no. And, and yeah. you're like, okay. I really hope they have good insurance on you, because yeah. dang yeah. man, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah. he's like, what's Ooh! on your right about doing like,
0: your own stunts? Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, there's all the stuff with National Geographic. Um, yeah, I, I just limitless with to... Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I just
2: had to laugh about the the title of the Will Smith one because I'm like, yeah, yes. Yes,
1: yeah, that was beautiful. Yep. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see what else. Oh, our first official image from Hocus Pocus two. There's been lots of
2: um. <laughs> There's been lots legs. of
1: people taking cell phone pictures while they're out and about filming in uh, Salem. Uh, <laughs> so.
2: Well, you know. Wasn't something you really did back in the early nineties and, you know, no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> this time it's like, yeah, no, people are gonna be, uh, all over that. Yeah.
1: So but I'm like, oh, oh, oh the Sanderson sisters are back mm-hmm. <laughs> So obviously we are probably they're saying fall next year, it'll probably be around Halloween. Oh yeah. would be my guess. Yes. <laughs> so, I know. Um... If they do
2: if they if they do it any time but Halloween, that's just a major fail
1: yeah um like,
2: you can't screw that one up yeah
1: i have never read these books but they're doing a live action series of the spider wit chronicles
2: yeah because i think they were under i thought they were under nickelodeon for a while but then maybe fox got the because they did a movie of it at one point and i and I swear it was Nickelodeon, but I could be wrong on that because it feels like maybe they now, now maybe Disney has the rights with the uh, with the Fox buy or with the Fox purchase. So now they're like you know going through all the all the uh, Fox titles and and trying to make something with that. I mean, they just did a another Home Alone remake reboot, which apparently is horrible.
0: <laughs> yes. It's
2: like how do you, yeah? But.
0: as soon as they saw the trailer, I'm just like it's a pass, so we'll get other stuff,
2: <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, so, so spiderwick, I haven't actually haven't read the books either, I do know some about it, but it's not it's not one that's uh in my wheelhouse, yeah, necessarily, but it's um, yeah, so they're doing that one, hopefully it's good, i you know, but you know we we've discussed uh, some of Disney's track record with adapting books to movies <laughs>
1: yeah
2: go check out that episode back in
1: uh, it was sometime last year i think
2: yeah whenever when oh it was when when artemis fowl came out yeah <laughs> it was that was a thing so hopefully they'll learn their lesson but we'll we'll find out
1: yes <laughs> mm-hmm. time will tell exactly um and then a bunch of animated stuff. Some of it, again, we knew it was coming, like the uh, Zootopia, diving into more of the 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 other characters that live in mm-hmm. the sprawling city that is Zootopia. Uh, so which I really like that movie. I thought it was fun. So
2: it, it is a fun movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, Baymax is getting his sub series.
2: That was so. I, I I do. I saw the trailer for that one. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Because who doesn't love Baymax? And it feels like, again, mm-hmm. you know, they they built this whole you know world, this whole setting. It's like, let's do something with it. And it looks like they are. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's go with this.
1: Yeah. Um. <sighs> I did not know that they, this was. I don't remember hearing anything about this before, but a uh, a series uh, that I guess is essentially going to be a sequel to The Princess and the Frog. Um, Ooh, cool. So Tiana uh, says in the series, Tiana sets off for a grand new adventure as the newly crowned princess of Maldonia. But a calling to her New Orleans past isn't far behind.
2: You know what this reminded me of? Um, if you've ever seen the movie *The Prince and Me*, uh, it's like the mm-hmm. second half of the movie after you know they that you know they you know she finds out he's the prince and she goes to Denmark to you know learn how to be queen and all this stuff, and then it doesn't quite sit with her, but by the end. The whole context, everything, and then they're also in the second movie because there was a sequel to that one, not as good, but it's like okay, so we're getting the prince and me version of Princess and the Frog. Apparently, you say Which so. I, I don't know. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> well, but, I, that, don't, but I, I don't know the thing you're referencing, so I will take oh, okay. your word for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um. <laughs> It's got Julia Stiles in it, but that like, I think it was made before she became like a big, you know, Oscar contending actress, and then they released it and are like, "Hey, look, we've got Julia Stiles in our little teeny bopper movie," and yeah, it's a cute movie. It's if you don't think about it too much, like because they live in Wisconsin and he goes to her house for for Thanksgiving <laughs> and it's like springtime, <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, Holly can certainly attest to this, but I'm like, I don't think. I don't think uh, fall and winter in Wisconsin is nearly that green.
3: <laughs> mm. but, no,
0: not unless if we have the rare, rare year that it's in the seventies and
1: still no. Mm-mm. Yeah, not that unless happens. Wisconsin has relocated to Australia. Yeah, uh, correct.
2: <laughs> but it's it's still a cute movie. But yeah, that the 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 premise of this Tiana show. I'm like, hmm, it sounds like Prince and me. So, who knows? Maybe it'll. Uh... Maybe that's maybe that's what they're going for. But I like I like Princess and the Frog. I don't think it gets nearly enough love, so maybe this will be fun. And
1: that that'll help remind people about how awesome that IP is when they change over Splash Mountain. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. um, and then uh something that uh was mentioned when we talked about cars. Uh but we are we've got the title for the series with Mater and Lightning McQueen going essentially on a road trip (laughs) together. Uh, Cars on the Road.
2: Which, you know, you think about the title, you think about the premise, and you're kind of like, why is it taking them this long to do this? I'm not complaining that they're doing it. I'm just like, wow, Cars has been around for how long? And... Like, you know, let's just go for a drive, guys. It's uh, mm-hmm. when, they ne- they
1: neg- when they renegotiated Owen Wilson's contract with Disney mm-hmm. to sign him on for Loki. <laughs> they <laughs> threw that in there with the fine print that, oh, by yeah. the way, you're coming back to do more Lightning McQueen. We're not having that other guy that's been doing Lightning's voice. A
0: little so radar esque there. Yeah. Which, <laughs> What's which, this here? Oh, never mind. It's all good. It's all good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
2: which you know i mean honestly with owen, i have
1: no idea how that happened i'm just yeah. making crap up <laughs> i'm
2: with, with not owen a liar
1: doing,
2: with owen doing loki it's just like yeah just come down the hall record a few lines for 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 lightning and you know then we'll do yeah. the animation and come get? in
1: give us a ka and
2: you know mm-hmm.
1: exactly <laughs> call it a day we'll make sure the check clears <laughs> Can you get your paycheck where you can. at Everybody can be Samuel Jackson and have that Capital One money. So you know yes. <laughs> exactly.
2: And if, you know, voice acting, as I understand it, is not actually yeah. not a bad gig if you can get it.
1: Yeah, pretty
0: lucrative.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Uh, so that will start streaming on Disney Plus sometime next year. Um, and then, of course, we've got the continuing deluge from Marvel that I'm just like, yes, mm-hmm. pour it on me. I will take it all. So, of course, mm-hmm. Hawkeye starts next week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I- I've only seen one image. <laughs> so, again, they've been keeping things very close to the vest with some of this stuff. But there's one image floating out there of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight uh, Mm -hmm. which will be on Disney Plus next year Um, so that should be interesting Um, and then of course She-Hulk which is going to have Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters aka She-Hulk who's a cousin of the Hulk Bruce Banner uh so lawyer by day, superhero by when needs permit. Uh <laughs> Yeah,
2: the the bad the bad guys don't uh they, they don't necessarily uh pick their pick a good pick a convenient time to do their bad guy stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially if you decide to do bad guy stuff when She-Hulk is around because well, obviously things may have changed with Bruce Banner and the Hulk, but generally we consider the Hulk to be kind of mindless, just big brute. Mm -hmm. She keeps her intelligence. So she is more like smart Hulk all of the time.
2: So, yeah. And that is, that is a quirk from the, uh, from the comics. That is something that they've, they've always had.
1: Yep. Um, and then uh, Miss Marvel um, is supposed to premiere summer of next year, which will be uh, appropriate to be introduced to Kamala Khan before she appears in the Marvels, mm-hmm. the Captain Marvel sequel that is coming down the pipeline. Um, and then Echo. Um, which is uh, going to be essentially a spin off of Hawkeye uh, because uh, Maya Lopez will be debuting as a character in Hawkeye and then she'll be getting her own series. Um, Ironheart, which I'm so excited about. Uh, so Riri Williams. Um, and then Agatha, House of Harkness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, this should be good. I love oh Catherine Han. Just so we're
1: getting more Catherine Hahn is Agatha, yes. you know. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, her on ensemble stuff fig- that I've seen her in yeah. is just awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hope they figure out some way to continue to use the Agatha theme song.
3: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm sure <laughs> they'll do some variation of it. Yeah. Um and then uh secret invasion which we know is coming we we talked about that a little bit actually when we talked about samuel jackson <laughs> last week uh how we're not done seeing him as nick fury uh by any uh
0: stretch of the imagination stretch of the imagination
1: <laughs> and there they or if you believe the uh, rumor mill um and supposed uh Official documentation that is somehow is supposedly official documentation. I'm doing air quotes, can't see. Official documentation that has been leaked. There may or may not be a certain actor who plays a certain agent that got shanked during the <laughs> Battle of New York, may or may not be coming and appearing in Secret. Of the Moon. I'm just saying.
2: That would make me very
1: happy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Same here.
0: Same here. <laughs> Uh, it it would probably assuage a certain captain's uh, (laughs) feelings as well
1: yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. especially you know depending on when this takes place if this takes place post-captain marvel but pre-avengers then yeah colson should totally (laughs) be in there so yep down for it (laughs) pre-tahiti yes (laughs) we will see in simpler um, times. Yes. And then don't forget we are getting the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special.
0: Yes. <laughs> hey, and we're getting the Groot. And yes, and Groot. then
1: Groot yeah. is
2: getting his own animated series. Yes, which you know, that was only a matter of time. They just yeah. needed the a... I mean they
1: gave Wally and Forky their own series, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then we and are done. getting an entire <laughs> Marvel zombies <laughs> animated series.
2: <laughs> yeah. so, I have I have questions More of I'm Scott Lang's head them. in a jar, maybe?
0: Yeah. <laughs> this I'm not big on zombies, but um uh, Marvel It was Marvel, cool enough idiots. in what if, so yeah. Know. I think I'll be able to manage Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, it isn't Day of the Dead, so. No. Night of the Living Dead or any of those, so. Um, And then, actually, Spider-Man. We're getting a Spider-Man animated series, which is essentially going to be the Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider-Man origin story that we've never gotten because we don't really need it. Because everybody (laughs) knows how (laughs) Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. Essentially, we're gonna see Spider-Man's freshman year of high school, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so we're gonna we're gonna see him get bit and all that stuff. But right. The mm-hmm. so, yes. There you go. Yep.
1: Um Of course, what if season two? Mm-hmm. Um And then for all of us kids of a certain age, yep. they're bringing back the '90s X-Men. X-Men <laughs> right? Yes. And. He- you know, god help the animators that are going to try to replicate this animation style. And if they oh, don't, uh, they all need to be kicked to the curb. Uh, yep. I <laughs> so remember I,
0: watching those X-Men back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: know, like feel free to
1: like update the, the the theme music, you know, to make it a little more modern, but other than that, well,
2: so you know, I I think if you touch the theme tune, you're going to have riots. I'm just saying just too. a little bit. Just
1: a little bit.
2: I am nervous about this one, mostly because the the '90s X Men animated series is so so well loved, so Mm -hmm. put up on a pedestal, and so Mm -hmm. well remembered. And it's like anything they do. And for a lot of us, it was our introduction to anything Marvel. Well, yes, yeah, Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, go like several years ago. Honest trailer did their you know did a bit on on that on that X Men show. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just thinking like the pressure to get it right and heaven help them if they Mm -hmm. get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Also, also, I'm still thinking, I mean, I didn't get into the, into that one because it was on a channel that didn't come in very well (laughs) where I lived, but later, it's not on, that you didn't
1: want to; you just no, literally could
2: not. I could, not yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it came in if it was like the sun was just right, and you know, Jupiter and Mars were aligned properly, and yeah. that's pretty and much that how happened.
1: Fox that comes light. in for me now, actually. Yeah, yep, so, that alignment, then, oh yes,
2: yeah. But then you know, years later, and this was after the um the the, the Hugh Jackman movie started, they had X Men Evolution. That's the one I got into. Which, I mean, I don't, I. I don't know how it compares just because I have that, you know, that soft, squishy place in my heart for it. So I'm sure there are probably some diehard X-Men fans like, oh, no, that one sucked. But that one introduced me to Kitty Pride, And I love Kitty Pride, And she's my favorite because of that show. So suck it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just like, OK, this is either going to go really, really good or it's going to crash and burn. And be just, just, just a, a dumpster fire. I'm popping popcorn one way or the other. <laughs> yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I'm. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not gonna. I. I'm just. I'm. I'm worried about mm-hmm. what they're gonna be able to do because expectations are in the stratosphere guys mm-hmm. you may regret mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. something like this you might want it to have done just hey we're going to do an x-men animated series and it's going to be completely different than anything else that's come before but who knows we'll see yeah
0: fingers crossed they have big time fans from
1: the 90s shows that will Hey, all the people that grew up with that are all old low, enough to be working on this stuff now. So mm-hmm. we've got the we've got the knowledge yeah. and the, the skills and the uh, admiration and reverence enough to not screw it up.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. there's been enough misfires that were like uh, on other things that were like, oh please, oh please, oh please.
1: Yep. So,
2: yeah, well, there's a lot of good stuff coming out the pipeline in the next
1: year-ish. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully good times had by all. <laughs> yes. So, we shall see. Oh, so, there is that. Um, and then, um, like I mentioned, uh or alluded to there is a new episode of Gold Standard out in the feeds uh so we covered my fair Lady, which uh, was an interesting discussion
2: <laughs>
1: the way you
2: said interesting Dean. <laughs> Uh,
1: let's just let's just say okay. There you know, there's the three of us. There's me, Nick, and Zan. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then friend and friend of the show, Brandon Peters, joined us. Um, cool. and let's just say when we got to if we either were if we were the Academy segment, it was an interesting
2: <laughs> mix of opinions. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> see, see, I mean. I, I'm not gonna say My Fair Lady is like my all top favorite movie ever, but I like it. it it's a it's a fun mm-hmm. one, and it's you know yep. Audrey Hepburn and like oh she's adorable and I love her. And I mean my favorite Audrey Hepburn movie is Roman Holiday for my money. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know My Fair Lady, it's just it's just kind of it's a classic, and mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. And, and just her
0: bouncing off Rex Harrison the way she does. Yes,
2: yes. It's like it's, it's time. You know? As, far as you know, Oscar-winning movies of yesteryear, I'm like, you can you 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 can do worse.
1: Yeah, but they could have done better. Well, be my hands. True, there. but uh, considering what else was nominated that year, <laughs> they could have done better. <laughs> there was another musical that was also nominated that year that should have won. <clears throat> Go listen to the episode.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's in the feeds. We won't rehash it here because that's not our that's not our purview. Nope, I'm just because, saying. Yep. I like my fair lady. Yeah. It's a good one.
1: So there is that. So moving on to feedback. with some feedback from Shalane hey, Yes and she says uh one piece of news that we missed and yeah she's right I had to go look this up and I totally missed this I didn't I, uh, some, I, I don't yeah, know how I, mean, I, I, I and I watched even... it and I was like oh yeah this is new so yeah we got a new trailer for Stranger <laughs> Things
2: season 4
0: yeah, Oh I yeah completely I completely missed, forgot about that yes I, yeah. I
2: missed it too I was like after I think it was after we recorded and it just popped up on my YouTube recommendations I'm like Oh, yeah! Oh, oops.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
2: speaking of things,
1: news that will drop after record, I am fully aware, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but yeah, I am completely aware that yes, there is a new Spider-Man trailer dropping tomorrow, so Ooh. when you hear screaming from my general direction, you know that I have pushed play.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. so
1: <laughs> yeah, so... You know, In this case, it. we are fully aware that something exciting is dropping after we have recorded.
2: <laughs> we just, you know, timing. This is when we record, and yep. they're they're yep. not as a uh, they're yep. not as considerate as of our schedule as they nope. probably ought to be. But nope. That's neither here nor there.
1: Yep. So, but yes, there was a new. A trailer for Stranger Things uh, and it was like a legit trailer too not like the teaser with mm-hmm. you know like Hopper mm-hmm. shoveling yeah. snow in Russia yeah <laughs> so, this is 11 oh, in, ca- in California <laughs> trying to handle living in California which mm-hmm. after living in Indiana and then going to California I don't care who you are that is a big switch mm-hmm. so <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> Even just visiting California. I've never lived there, but I have visited several times. And yes, California and Indiana could not be any more different. I, I think you can, can we say, say that culture a pretty,
2: shock. Yes. I guess I think you can say that a pretty much anywhere in in the United States at least, maybe with the exception of like Oregon and, and Washington State, because yeah. so many Californians have moved there. Probably yeah. even Arizona, but even yeah, I I'm like, oh gosh, California. Yep. But
1: yeah. So uh yep, Eleven is trying to uh adjust and uh but apparently is going to be headed back to the Hoosier state for spring break.
2: Well, can't have a can't have Cause... a season of stranger things without without Eleven because
1: well, what yes, you gonna... and <laughs> like, you know, if you're already gonna... living in California, where are you going to go for spring break? But in <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. you know,
2: when only, you if have... you ha-
1: only if you uh, have only if have really
2: good friends and/or family. Yeah, I was going to say, when you have, if you have connections there, sure.
1: Yes, so, like I will give her that. She wants to see her friends.
2: Also, if she's having a hard time adjusting to California, well, you know, maybe she needs a, some some familiar faces.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, Shalane, for, for pointing that out because I would have completely missed it. Um, and then um, talking about our uh, our two names we pulled last week, uh, she says only the movie she's seen Samuel Jackson in but Star Wars MCU, uh, The Incredibles, Kong Skull Island, which I forgot to mention, uh, which is actually a decent movie. Um lots of mcu actors that you got samuel jackson you got brie larson and tom hiddleston all in that movie <laughs> yeah i so. think they
2: must have had like the, the their their agents or whatever like they, they someone someone took them all to lunch and like hey you're gonna be in this movie after you do all yeah this other stuff. like what
1: how do you feel about giant monkeys yeah <laughs> it's
2: like you've been giant <laughs> aliens and stuff like that now now here's this
1: yes um, Legend of Tarzan, which I've never seen, um, and Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I believe we mentioned uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. definitely mentioned yeah. Jurassic
1: Park. Like I said, I, we quote that a lot around yes. here. Hold on to your butts.
2: Well, <laughs> you know, when you've got a when you have a CV as long as Samuel L. Jackson does, you're gonna miss. You don't it. become
1: the high, you know, the highest grossing actor of all time by sitting on your bum. So, yes. nope. <laughs> you kind of have to film stuff uh yeah, <laughs> and she does yes Frequently. um and then she said the movie she's seen sean Meenan, and our national treasure lord of the rings percy jackson the lightning thief and mirror Mirror, which is a snow white based story
3: which... mm-hmm.
1: i'm trying to think if i've seen
2: mirror, mirror. i don't it was I... so like there was that year that um
1: that's not the one with Charlize Theron on in it right no no, no that's that Snow, Snow White and the Huntsman
2: movie. yeah that mm, they yeah. those those two movies came out the same year yeah
1: I've and, seen like, the Snow White One has,
2: yeah one has Julia Roberts in it as the the evil queen and the other one has Charlize Theron in it and Kristen Stewart which it's like okay you're gonna you're gonna pretend that <laughs> sorry you're gonna pretend Kristen Stewart is prettier than Charlize Theron (laughs) sorry it's like I don't see it I mean Kristen
1: Stewart's okay looking in her own but yeah compared to Charlize Theron
2: yeah it's like Mm -hmm. mirror you're you're go home you're drunk (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh Yeah. so yeah it was a weird premise Although apparently Chris Hemsworth's really good in that movie so eh.
1: yeah yeah uh and then uh shalane is with me and has never read the lord of the rings books (laughs) has only seen the movies which that is fine she said she has thought of reading them um
2: which uh uh we're gonna have to discuss that over thanksgiving yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) here are some ways you can better spend your time no
2: (laughs) no 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 i i i'm talking about for for her (laughs) yes like Mm. maybe you should do the audiobook
1: yeah Mm -hmm that still counts it
2: does that still counts
1: as reading in my book yes yes it does yeah Yeah. i am
2: i am a librarian i am a professional reader and i say that that listening to an audiobook absolutely counts yes i've had Um, i've had this conversation with people at the library before they're like i don't read i just do audiobooks like yeah you're reading i just do audiobooks you're reading
1: yeah yep It's like I, I I spend my precious time reading actual physical books for stuff that you don't do in audio form,
2: like research related things. So yeah, mm-hmm. audio audio is for fun things.
1: Yes, yes. Like listening to James Marsters read Harry Dresden. Yes, yes, <laughs>
2: yes. Listeners, I'm in the middle
1: you- of. We will get okay. there eventually. I'm slowly working my way through. No, no, this. no,
2: you're fine. I'm just saying <laughs> listeners, we if, will cover uh,
1: Harry Dresden eventually,
2: yes, so
1: yeah. I'm only what what book am I on five
2: so yeah there's there's, <laughs> there's a lot more than that, but yeah. <laughs> so yes, if you are if once once you've you know gone through our backlog of podcasts or you know whatever that you're working through go uh, go look up your uh your. However, however, you get audio. Number six.
0: Yeah.
2: You're eighteen.
1: Buckle the
0: seatbelts. Yes. (laughs) Buckle the seatbelts.
2: Yeah. So go, go, go. Get the audiobooks of uh of the Dresden Files because James Mm -hmm. Marsters is really awesome and they're just they're just fun. It's like uh, honestly, uh, I mean, I mean, I know they did that TV series back in the day.
3: Mm Hmm.
2: You know, for better or worse, but it's like I can't. You know, Harry dressed is his James Marsters
0: voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, so and ever, even if he doesn't <laughs> look anything like
2: what
1: Harry Dresden mm-hmm. is supposed to look this is yeah. true.
2: But that's that is what makeup artists and costuming
1: is for. Well, yes, that's true. But every, you know, I just
2: think of James Marsters, and all I see is Spike. Well, that that's yep. true. So, <laughs> that's, true. And that's like so not Harry Dresden. So. Uh, again, again, I didn't get into Buffy because again, it was on the channel that came in only you couldn't get yeah i couldn't get <laughs> yeah so i have no idea so james marsters to me is harry dresden yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: rachel you and i were in the same boat because the only time i could get buffy was when i was in college <laughs> yeah <laughs> hence why i was two seasons late i found out in se- season three so having to have a friend tape. <laughs> when i yeah. had to leave and get repeats yeah <laughs> yes. this is before streaming kids yeah
2: back in the day if you missed it and nobody you, recorded S-O-L. it yeah, yeah you just yep. it, and they didn't they didn't do box sets like nope. they would do reruns mm-hmm. and that's yep. it like you could you could record it on a vhs which pray that you're you know you, in all your repeat viewings that your vhs didn't get eaten or or otherwise mm-hmm.
1: Or the or yeah. the broadcasting get interrupted because of weather. Oh
2: yep. yeah. in your specific area. Or, or some or, or some mm-hmm. some big news thing going on right at that specific moment. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yep.
2: Exactly. So God, we're showing our age. anyway. Uh- <laughs> yes we are. We are we are walking history books, kids. Back uh, in my day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And we're dang proud of it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. It's like we live... <laughs> this lived... is why
1: we do audiobooks. <laughs>
2: yes. We <laughs> live when you couldn't get anime unless, you know, someone was bootlegging it from Japan. Okay? Mm, yep. And everybody, you know, got to pass the tapes around so you can all watch it.
1: Mm-hmm. It had to do it with Doctor Who, too, so... <laughs> and Doctor yep. Who
2: and any of that other stuff that was from not... America. Yeah. And there were only and three five... channels and you had to get up to change mm-hmm. the channel.
0: Yep. And the 5 second mad dash to get whatever you needed before it came back from commercial break.
2: Yeah. Oh yes, if you needed if you needed a potty break, you went you sprinted. And <laughs> during those commercial breaks, mm-hmm.
0: there was no pause button. <laughs>
2: None. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thankfully, then Any- we were younger, so you know, if we needed to hold it, we could.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're hijacking. I'm <laughs> your
1: your feedback. The oh feedback.
2: my gosh, we're still on feedback. We can't. yes. We- <laughs>
0: This we better get of, moving here.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> you can have that
1: discussion with your sister over Thanksgiving. Let us know how it yes, goes. Yes, <laughs> yes, we're gonna oh, yes. we're gonna have that
2: discussion. Audiobooks are a thing. It's still yeah. and it still counts as yes. reading. I yeah. won't bore you with the research,
1: especially if you get <laughs> a good, especially if you get a good uh, person who can read it and then you know how things are pronounced which is always good mm-hmm. with things like Lord of the Rings and Harry oh, Potter yes. and oh, stuff yes. where you're like uh-huh. how do you pronounce this word? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Which I'm sure the, the reader of the audiobook had to ask that question several times. Yeah. But luckily with Tolkien he has a dictionary of all his. Yes. He thought this out man.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank anyway. well, thank you, Shalane, And um yes. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Uh your sister will set you straight. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, I shall.
1: Anyway, all right. Moving on. <laughs> Two. Not Tolkien. Uh so
2: This just <laughs> in next month is 20 years since the first Fellowship of the Ring came out. By the way, mm.
1: Isn't it like in a couple of weeks? I I thought I thought it was late November. December. Oh, I was December. Oh yeah. No,
2: December night. No, Harry Potter. No, no. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Oh gosh. Tomorrow is the twentieth anniversary of of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, oh my god. Oh boy. I should have thought of that because I'm like because I just remember that year like November sixteenth, November sixteenth. That was like I had it like circled a gazillion times on the calendar. <laughs> I had stickers. I was telling everybody. It's on November 16th. We're getting the movie. That's tomorrow. Today, today we're, we're recording on November 15th. So. Oh, my goodness. 20 years. Oh, my goodness. Y'all. Mm-hmm.
1: Old.
2: You want to talk about old?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about old. Let's talk about 7,000 year olds. Uh, ish. Nice segue. A, a segue. Yes, at least as far as they remember, they are seven thousand years old. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, oh, spoiler boy. alert. <laughs> Sound yeah. spoiler alarm. Yeah, because uh, we are going to get into very heavy spoiler territory for Eternals, the latest installment in the. Cinematic part of the MCU. Movie number 26. Wow. Of the MCU. Yes. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So, yes. The Eternals, which are a Jack Kirby creation. Which is pretty cool. Mm And they they gave him sole credit. um, In the credits. For this. So... No offense to Stan Lee, but yeah. he didn't create everything. Jack did some stuff on his own. So, mm-hmm. um, which the Eternals are not necessarily like the most well
2: known
1: <laughs> as far as characters, you know, compared to like the X Men or the Avengers and things like uh, that.
2: Neither were Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: That is before, true. Right? Um, mm-hmm.
2: That is very true. And yes,
1: because now we have really expanded (laughs) the mcu with the infinity saga and um uh we are now going more into the literal universe you know off earth for our stories um so um yeah we're still gonna have earth-based stuff Uh, we'll get into that um but yeah we to to keep the mcu going we do need to expand off of earth and doing something like the eternals definitely offers that um even though most of this does take place on earth but the fact that they are not earthlings and have the ability to space travel opens up a lot of opportunities um so and this is a stacked cast. <laughs> Granted, by the end of it, several of them are dead, so they may or may some of these actors may or may not be coming back. Um again, spoiler alert. Um, but still this is a stacked ca- this is like the Avengers as far as like named characters with specific abilities that are just to them and personalities and things. So it's kind of crazy. Um but, uh, yeah, so this was directed by Chloe Zhao, um, who obviously won Best Director and Best Picture uh, at the Academy Awards earlier this year for Nomadland. Uh, so she became the second second woman director in the history of the Academy to win Best Director, and the first woman of color uh, <laughs> to win Best Director. So... Um, uh, there's only two other Academy Award winning directors. They've not necessarily won for directing, but are best known as directors and have Academy Award win to their name that have directed films within the MCU. Um, Taika Waititi is the other one. Odd uh, that I can think of off the top of my head, I can't think of the name of the other guy. Sorry. Um <laughs> It's
2: not Kenneth Brana, is it?
1: No No yeah. I can't remember who The other guy I is I'm so sorry no. Um uh, I'll I'll find it Uh <laughs> Or it'll come to me Later Um it it doesn't really matter, uh, so, but it is very cool though, you know, because after the Oscars, you know, people will be like, "Eternals directed by Academy Award winner, winner Chloe Zhao," so you know, that's kind of cool. Um, and then she also has screenplay credit on this, um, along with several other people. But anyway, so your cast, you have your Eternals um who are almost immortal beings they can be killed as we see in this movie um but it takes very like extreme circumstances really for them to die um so um for the most part they are immortal and therefore live you know forever and ever and ever they don't age um that sort of thing um so you have uh Gemma Chan um who's actually already been in the MCU as a bit character in Captain Marvel uh it's a completely different character um playing uh Cersei not spelled the same way as the Cersei in Game of Thrones although the Game of Thrones and MCU Venn diagram overlap is kind of funny uh (laughs) to this um and then you have uh Richard Madden who was on Game of Thrones played Rob Stark playing Icarus again not spelled the same way as the Icarus that flies into the sun and the wax melts from his wings. a lot of these characters have ties to like Greek and Roman mythology which I kind of felt like I needed to do some research after seeing this because I'm like I know the story, of Icarus. I know who you're supposed to be referencing. I don't know the like some of them. Like, I have no idea who you're supposed to be. Um, so, but apparently, Cersei is uh, the Marvel's version of Circe, I guess. Oh,
2: Sir, well, okay. Circe. <laughs> I don't know is, how it's pronounced. It is pronounced Cersei. Oh, okay. The, so it's pronounced Cersei. The Greek. Circe. The yeah. Greek um, Her mythology. Yeah, she's the siren that uh, that keeps um, Odysseus on the island for Uh, so many years, and after the Trojan War, that's in the Odyssey.
1: Uh, Okay, Uh, but apparently she has the ability to turn humans and animals.
2: Yes, because she turned some of Odysseus' crew into pigs. Ah. (laughs) In the story, that's
0: what you get for not treating her nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which they kind of reference,
1: although Cersei in this, she has the ability to turn um like organic matter, but not necessarily people, but like plants and dirt and water and things, like your minerals type things, um, into other minerals. So um although she ends up learning that she actually can turn like people into like trees uh, so okay, which comes that, in handy later
2: that comes yes. up in Greek mythology as well
1: yeah um, and then of course Icarus I think everybody knows the story of, of Icarus um, Angelina Jolie plays Athena not Athena but this is who Athena is based on Athena the Greek goddess of wisdom mm-hmm. and war um, Selma Hayek plays Ajax, who I don't know
2: who that yeah. might be. The only one I could think of, of is Ajax, but that was a he was a right. mortal in um uh the Iliad. Yeah. No. So mm-hmm. he wasn't a god unless yeah. you, know, eh.
1: yeah. but, you know. Either way, in this in this movie she is the leader of this particular group of eternals, which is not the case in the comics, actually, the eternal Zoros in the comics is the leader. However, a lot of people get Zoras and Zeus intertwined and actually Zeus is his own person and actually will be appearing in Thor Love and Thunder. So, <laughs> so they changed oh, it nice. to, to, to Ajak, um in this one. And then you've got uh, Kumail uh, Ninjiani playing Kingo um, who I think is probably one of my favorites. <laughs> Yes. So he is so <sighs> funny. Um mm-hmm. cuz uh they they reach a certain point where their mission they don't necessarily need to be to eat wh- together anymore. So Ajack is like, you know, go live a life, you know, intermingle with the rest of humanity and when we need you we'll call you. Uh so uh Kingo ends up going and become a Bollywood star but he, he writes all of his own movies and he stars he's started them since cinema started and just every so often when people realize he's not aging he just pretends to be his own son
0: mm-hmm. great great grandson great great
1: yeah
2: okay okay he's he's basically he he's, he's like the, a, he's
1: like the Barrymores except he's he's it's not different Barrymores it's just the same Barrymore he,
2: he, he, <laughs> so, he sounds like Shah Rukh Khan who's like like almost 60 but he
3: doesn't look it yeah at all Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so uh but yeah i think he was one of my favorites um (laughs) and then you have and man
0: can he do the dance moves my which he could
1: not before this started (laughs) he had like two left feet (laughs) <laughs> so oh he, he had to be seriously trained uh, well the
0: training paid off dude <laughs> yeah
1: so which i don't know how much the the guy that plays his like personal assistant Karun uh harish patel who apparently does come from bollywood um yeah you know, maybe, maybe he yeah. was able to help
2: <laughs> probably in, in india if you want to be an actor you've got to be able to sing dance and act or at at least two of them. Three is preferable.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just fu- is is funny because Kingo has at least in modern day when this is set, which this is set at about the same time that the events of Spider Man uh far from home are occurring. Uh which is about six to eight months after the events of Endgame. Um so some time is ha is passed, you know, since uh you know uh Bruce bought every you know brought everybody back and then RAP Tony Stark, you know, uh <laughs> all of that. Um so that's your kind of time frame there. So it, the the Yeah, the 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 movies that he's starring in modern day as you know his great 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 grandson, you know, uh, (laughs) are uh, all based on uh, stories of some of their adventures early on in the days of like Earth as the Eternals. So he's essentially playing uh, Icarus. (laughs) so that he's made himself the star uh so but yeah it's quite funny um uh then you got uh leah McHugh playing sprite um who um at least as far as the mcu is concerned she's the storyteller um and she has the ability to like manipulate what people see so there's uh, like a flashback of her telling s- telling story. Essentially the story of Icarus. The story, the Greek myth, myth that we know of Icarus, Sprite made as a story just to entertain the humans.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it kind of snowballed from there. Um, but she looks like a little kid. Uh, and because they don't mm-hmm. age, even though it's been 7,000 years, she still looks like a little kid i mean she's not like little little kid she's probably supposed to be by age i don't know 13 something like that
0: yeah
1: would be my guess that's I don't kind know. of the
0: impression i got or but
1: definitely 15, younger than
0: somewhere rest. in there
1: yes yeah she definitely does not look like an adult compared to the rest of them um and then you have brian tyree henry who plays fastos who is the engineer of the group. So he has the ability to make just about anything. So he's kind of like Tony Stark in a way. Um, And um, because their, their mission, as far as they know is to help humanity grow and, you know, survive and evolve but not too fast. So at one point, I don't know where they are, they're in like Babylon or something. And he's like, look, I've created this, I call it the engine. And you know, the rest of them are like, yeah, they're not quite ready for that. And he's like, okay, the plow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, we need to help them evolve, but not too fast. <laughs> Uh, although then you find out that he was actually part of the Manhattan Project and after what happened with dropping mm-hmm. the atomic bomb, he was like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm gonna go live as a human now. Um, <laughs>
0: so I mean, that scene, you, I mean, you really felt for him. Holy yeah, God. yeah, they're
1: in the, they're in the middle of like, you know, what was Nagasaki. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just, yeah, he's absolutely just like, he's like. He's like i did this you know i helped them evolve and all they did was find ways to destroy each other um which we find out was actually kind of the point but he didn't know that at the time and we didn't know that at the time um so but he's a cool dude um uh, you know in modern day we see him uh he's he's the only one that settled down um And he's got a husband and a a son that's presumably adopted, um, not just because it's a same-sex couple, but as an eternal, they're not able to procreate, uh, so because they're not human.
3: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: And then you've got uh, Lauren uh, Ridloff, who plays uh, Macari. Um and Lauren is uh deaf actually in real life, so Makari is actually deaf too, um, and uses uh Hello. sign language uh, throughout the entire Hello. movie. Speaking of speed running, uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Macari, is based off of Mercury, mm-hmm. <laughs> the god <guy> of <is> speed, <laughs> and that's exactly what she can do. She can go very, very fast. Yes, she and the Flash would have fun if they were in the same universe. Um, mm-hmm. so, speed
0: racing contest galore.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. So, although I might give the edge to her over Barry Allen, but we, we'd see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Well,
2: if, if marvel and dc could ever play nice maybe they'll have a race
1: yeah no yeah. no they just reference each other in fact they reference superman in this when <laughs> yeah when icarus, when icarus and cersei show up to fastos's house and fastos's oh, son right, yeah. is all like i saw you on tv you were flying around shooting lasers out of your eyes like superman yeah, with, that's with, right. with a cape and Icarus is like I don't wear a cape <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
0: I'm, I'm hearing Edna Mode's voice in the back of my head Nuggets! Nuggets!
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but yeah apparently Marvel and DC reference each other all of the time um, it's quite common <laughs> so but I guess we can assume in the MCU that if Superman exists it's in a comic and not as a person so uh anyway uh (laughs) so yeah so yeah makari super fast deaf but doesn't matter she's awesome um Mm -hmm. and then you got barry kyogen who plays Druid, who has the ability to mind control people Mm -hmm. um and he's actually the first one um that's like peace i'm out before ajax mm-hmm. is like yeah just i'll go live your own lives you know because he's all yeah. like all we're doing he's like i could easily control like everyone here and they would never fight each other and it would just be peaceful and you know the rest of them are like no that's not how it works they have to have free will and he's like screw this and he ends up going off with a bunch of people that are i guess supposed to be the mayans and that explains why the mayan civilization disappeared suddenly is because druig went off to some isolated place so uh and then you have don lee as gilgamesh um who is a lot like wong
3: <laughs> Doctor
1: Strange. Yes, I mean,
0: I was doing double tasting. Like, wait a minute, are we sure this isn't Wong's twin lost
1: separated at birth somewhere? Yeah, or like a cousin or something. Yeah, <laughs> so... but Gilgamesh is like super, super strong. Is 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 his thing. So, um, but apparently, is also a really good baker, and makes really good pies that nobody got to eat because he dropped that one. Uh <laughs> yeah. also makes his own beer. Uh
0: <laughs> so Thor would be
1: happy. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. So those are your uh eternals there. Um like I said, you got Harish Patel as uh Karun, who's uh Kingo's valet personal assistant, totally knows who Kingo is in reality knows, you know, he's like, yeah, he noticed after a while when I wasn't aging, and he's like, No, he's cool with it. He pays him enough; he doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> so, you just don't to keep your secrets. Yeah, he just totally just wants to, you know, he's like, Kingo says jump, and he says, how high, sir? So, he's mm-hmm. just a he's just a yes man. Uh, but he's super nice about it. It's not like a oh, yeah. mean thing, but yeah, he's like a little lap dog. Like, yes, sir. What do you need, sir? Uh, (laughs) he he doesn't have to worry that
0: his PR guy is going to sell him out to the nearest (laughs) yeah tabloid or something
1: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly exactly Uh, so yeah so those are your Eternals Um, and they like I said Ajak leads them but Ajak is following the orders from Arishim who is a celestial um so we need to backtrack just a little and as far as the mcu universe is concerned the literal universe granted a lot of what aerosham says we have to take with a grain of salt because we find out really he's a big fat liar um but it, view. the general the general agreed upon literal universal timeline is we have the Big Bang. The mm-hmm. Big Bang creates eternity, which is a not a person, but an entity. So they talk about they mention eternity, but they never actually specify whether they're mm-hmm. talking about like time. But no, in this case, as far as Marvel is concerned, Eternity is a entity. Entity, once they are created, creates the Celestials. So that yeah. is, you know, Erishim. Um We see, I forget what the name is, but we see um, one of them when, in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 when they're talking to the Collector. And talking about the history of the infinity Mm -hmm. stones, and we we see the giant purple, you know, destroying this planet. Um, nowhere is the head of a dead celestial. Um, um, and ego is uh, celestial, but he's a rogue celestial. (laughs) He's like, screw it, I don't want to be like the rest of y'all. Uh, (laughs) so.
0: Hey, Rachel, quick yeah. question. Something just dawned on me. In your research, those celestials wouldn't happen to have any ties to the CTA, would they?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. As far as I know, no.
0: Okay. <laughs> just curious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like celestial time agency, celestials?
1: Mm. No, I don't <laughs> think so.
0: Okay,
3: good.
1: <laughs> um,. So yeah, so the Celestials, the ones that didn't go rogue, came together to create the Celestial host. And what they essentially did is they puttered around the universe doing experiments with life. So there'd be a planet that's empty, and they'd be like, okay, we're going to create some sort of living being that's going to live on this planet, and we're going to see what happens. So they're just like... Bill Nye, the science guy, just running around the universe going, let's do crazy things on these planets and see what happens. Um, uh, Of course, we find out that it's a bit more nefarious than that uh, Mm -hmm. later. Um, But uh, in the process of their experiments, uh, two specific groups are created, the Eternals and the Deviants. The Deviants were created first and they are completely organic and have the ability to evolve um, throughout time uh, but eventually they became so evolved that they could no longer be controlled by the Celestials and uh, then Arishim was like oh well crap I gotta do something about this so Arishim created the Eternals as kind of Experiment 2.0 Uh <laughs> and uh as far as the eternal's are concerned they think that their entire mission when they are sent to earth 7000 years ago is to destroy the deviants to protect humanity so that human beings on the planet earth can grow and evolve and become the society that we have now that's that's what they think is going on um and they do do that they end up killing what they think are all the deviants juror goes off with his with the, the you know the mayans to do his thing Ajax is like okay fine whatever you know go live your life integrate integrating society that's why you can um that's why people are like well if, the, if all these if the eternals were created why aren't they just Carbon copies of each other, and why you know why is Sprite you know made to and this is something she complains about in the movie. She's like, why was I made to be like this, to be young and therefore not able to do the things that you can do once you're an adult? Because everybody sees me as like this preteen when I'm seven thousand years old, um, and you can kind of explain it away as they're made different, and in some cases with handicaps like Makari being deaf so that they better fit into humanoid society as humans because we're not all the same some of us have you know handicaps or disabilities or whatever you want to call them so um so it makes sense in that way um which i think is cool um so yeah so then we're into modern day um and Circe is working in London at a museum um, as a teacher. And she's dating this guy named Dane Whitman, played by Kit Harrington. Jon Snow, you know nothing. Um, <laughs> so, um, which is quite funny, because there's like, for the most part, Dane doesn't really interact with any of the others other than Sprite. Um and um, but when Icarus shows up after they are attacked by a deviant, and we get the one one scene where you've got Richard Madden and Kit Harrington facing each other, and I'm like, mm-hmm. is John Snow and rob Stark back together again? Yep, it's like the first season of Game of Thrones, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Just like, wait a minute, when did I hop universes? Why are you guys
1: in different outfits?
2: Before everything went to hell,
1: exactly. Mm -hmm. I just want to, I just want to be like, John, tell them about the red wedding, yeah, (laughs) like, don't go, it's not gonna end well for anybody.
0: oh and every time i heard cersei mentioned was like wait a minute not that cersei
2: yes different exactly cersei. yes <laughs> oh boy
1: yeah um but uh so because they're attacked by that deviant and there was just weird earthquake that happened earlier in the day they realize that you know something is happening so they need to get the band back together so their first idea is to go to Ajax, who has been apparently living as a horse farmer or something in like Montana or Wyoming. Um, But when they get there, she's dead. Um, Which explains why the Deviant that they were fighting, um, even when Icarus did like his laser beam thing, because he could shoot lasers out of his eyes, that the the Deviant was able to heal itself. Because that was Ajax like power ability, was she had the ability to heal not only herself, but other people uh so they figure out that she was probably killed by the deviant the deviant absorbed her power which means this is an issue bigger issue than i thought um so they got to go around get the band back together um Mm -hmm. and um uh in the process cersei becomes anointed as the new leader um because Ajax had this kind of golden orb thing that was living in her chest and when she needed to communicate with Arishim, uh, that was kind of like her direct connection to him, to be able to talk to him. Uh, one of the YouTube videos I was watching was calling it Mar- uh, <laughs> Marvel Zoom Calls. MCU the yep. Zoom Calls. <laughs> so uh, so the, that orb gets sent to Cersei, so she becomes the you know, de facto new leader. Um, even though uh, Sprite thinks that Icarus should be leader, because Sprite secretly really thinks she's got the hots for Icarus. Uh, mm-hmm. But she knows she can never have him because he loves Cersei, even though they were together and they got married at one point. But then when he found out what was really going on, he took off. Hence, um, she's now dating Jon Snow. I mean, Dane Whitman. And. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Uh, they end up finding out um, when CRC finally figures out how to communicate with Aresham that no, their actual mission was not to save Earth from the Deviants, although that was part of it. They were supposed to save Earth from the Deviants so that humanity could grow and expand because they needed humanity to reach a certain population okay. because inside... I don't know if it's necessarily all of the planets in the universe, but a good number, you know, number of the planets in the universe. Inside the planet is a essentially baby celestial waiting to be powered up so that they can hatch, or in this case emerge, they call it the emergence, uh, but essentially hatch from whatever planet they're in so that they can have a new Celestial to join the Celestial gang and oh by the way that destroys the planet that they were inside and killing everybody mm-hmm. on it but
2: you know so it's the for baby,
1: the greater good for does the, of the, baby the universe the
2: Celestial eat all of the people on the planet? no
1: it's just when they, they break out it destroys the planet so like you know basically
0: you... the planet's like an Easter egg
1: yes
2: <laughs> Okay. and it gets, so... just, it
1: gets ripped to shreds
2: so why, why, does, why does the population matter?
1: Because the number lower matter? number, the more people living on the planet, the more power is given to the celestial.
2: Okay. That's... So that they can hatch. So when...
1: it's, like put, it's like putting chicken eggs under the heat lamp. Okay. To help them hatch. So when Thanos hey, came into the snap snappy. and suddenly <laughs> cut the population of the Earth in half... The battery power that was going to the celestial inside Earth got cut in half, and therefore <laughs> the timeline that was it was on to reach full power and then for hatch got slowed down. Because there were now it's a seven billion people on the planet. There were only three and a half billion, which is not enough for a celestial to hatch apparently.
2: So why so, didn't they stop Thanos? Because they weren't
1: allowed. They're like the Time Lords. They have the they have, their main rule is no interference, unless it's that, a, unless it's a deviant. They are not supposed to interfere with humanity.
2: But it set back their celestial hatching by who knows how many years. Well, that's a
1: good thing. Yeah. Well, yes. It,
2: so, so Thaddeus snapping is a bad thing but it's also a good thing yes because the, the internally- if
1: thanos <laughs> yeah because if they hadn't stopped thanos then in theory that celestial would have hatched before give or take however many months uh <laughs> a lot sooner uh but then when bruce brought everybody back suddenly you've got full capacity on the planet again and it was like plugging the phone back into the charger uh, and the celestial is like oh yay i got my full power source again uh so now we're eight months after that and the celestial has reached full charge or 99.9 percent. you know it's like installing software on your computer and it reaches that like 99 percent But then it seems stuck there there and just waits. Mm -hmm. That's the point we've reached now in this movie, and there's seven days left before this celestial is supposed to hatch. But none of the Eternals knew this except for Ajax, and then we find out Icarus actually knew and kept it from everybody else. Um, And he was the one that actually ended up killing Ajax. To because she wanted to find a way to stop it because she, like most everybody else, had come to love Earth and the people on it and didn't want to see it be destroyed. And it's like, why should we kill seven billion people for one, you know, the life of one celestial? And Icarus, being the good old soldier that he is, was like, well, no, we have our orders, we need to follow our orders, and therefore he finds the deviance that did survive and feeds essentially Ajax to them and the one absorbs her power um, and in the process ends up getting Gilgamesh killed over the course of the movie too um, so it ends up becoming kind of most of the select, most of the Eternals trying to stop this emergence from happening but at the same time fighting against one of their own Icarus who's trying to stop them you know because he's all like no we have to fulfill our you know prime directive yeah (laughs) type of thing uh so yeah so Thanos the snap was kind of a good thing but also kind of a bad thing it delayed Mm -hmm. something that was going to happen in theory eventually um but all it did really was buy the Eternals some time for something they didn't even know that they were gonna have to try and stop because they didn't get snapped because technically they're not human, they're not organic beings. So they would they when everybody disappeared, they stayed. <laughs> they were part of the three and a half billion that got to stick around on planet Earth. So but uh yeah so they figure out a way to combine their power in a Captain Planet kind of way to feed it Mm -hmm. all through Cersei um, and Cersei ends up going, you know um, oh crap, what is it in Dragon Ball Z where they go like the next level up (laughs) Hmm. yeah dear anime yeah, so yeah, Super Saiyan they
2: go Super Saiyan
1: yeah, they help Cersei go Super Saiyan and she's able to uh the, the celestial is literally emerging from underneath the ocean,
3: mm-hmm. which
1: they're supposed to they're supposed to be out in the middle of nowhere uh in the middle of the ocean. Uh so it gets like part of its face and part of some of its fingers up. And when she goes Super Saiyan with the help of uh Fastos coming up with a way for them to funnel their energy into her, she's able to turn the entire thing into rock stopping the Celestial from emerging. Icarus realizes he was an ass, literally flies into the sun and kills himself. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kind of live happily ever after. She ends up using the last little bit of her power to turn sprite human, so now she can Mm -hmm. age, which is a good way to explain why uh, if that character comes back, why she's gotten older, because the actress will obviously age uh a lot faster mm-hmm. than the rest of the cast
3: <laughs> so mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh yeah so she turns sprite human and uh ends up going to live with uh kingo uh and finds out that yay she's human now so she can have all the things that human people get to have like falling in love and growing old and maybe getting married and all those fun things but first since she looks like she's a preteen she has to go to school
3: uh-huh. uh, she should be able to
1: skip a few grades you would think people would be like why do you know so much and be like I was going to school <laughs>
0: The, the the dour emo phase. It's yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: She was real excited at first and then she found out she had to go to school and then she wasn't so happy.
2: But, ah, well, too no. late. You're human now, so... Well, <laughs> yeah. you, could always, you could always do the Edward Cullen thing and just, you know, get a hold of... Pretend you're degrees.
1: 17, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like, How oh, long gosh. have you been 17? <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know... Just let her age to a point where, um, you know, she she looks like an adult and then just pop her back in. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they could turn her back even if she wanted to. Uh, So, uh, but then uh, Dane uh, and Cersei get back together and Dane is all like, you know, while you were gone, I went to talk to my uncle and I found out some things about my family and he's about to tell her. When suddenly she gets zipped off the planet, courtesy of Erishim, who is not happy that they stopped the emergence. Um, and he ends up collecting her. Who does, I can't remember who all he ends up collecting. He ends up collecting her and. Uh, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Yeah, Thena, Druig, and Makari leave on their ship. Circe, mm-hmm. Fastos, Kingo, and Sprite remain on Earth. Um, f- yeah, so Circe, Fastos, and Kingo are all plucked off the planet by Arishem. Tells him he's right. really not happy with what they did, but has decided at the moment he's going to spare humanity if, until he can look through all of their memories and show and show that humans are worthy of living. So he takes off with the three of them back to their what they thought was Olympia which is where they thought they were from but really they're just from this eternal like printing facility where you know Erechim can just constantly pop out new ones because because they're not organic what they've been doing is they get put on a planet, go through this whole rigmarole of you know society getting to a certain point that gives the celestial inside the planet enough power to emerge. the celestial emerges, the planet's destroyed, the eternals are taken, their memories are wiped, and rinse and repeat so they're computers essentially they're they're closer to they're probably closer to vision than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, so
2: they they've probably found out that that they're, you know, android robots whatever mm-hmm. multiple times. This is like
1: Yes, and then it keeps getting wiped so then they forget about it. So they thought that Earth was their first assignment. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this whole like minor subplot with Angelina Jolie's character who starts remembering things and they think that it they think that she is remembering stuff over the past 7,000 years and for some reason her brain just can't handle that many years of memories and it's not till after that they realize oh no she's starting to remember stuff from previous planets that they were on and after so many times of rewriting her hard drive, it got a little corrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: Three P, you know, you're taking you know, notes?
2: For, for <laughs> yes. all powerful beings, you would think they'd have all this tech stuff worked out. You would think. So basically, the Greek gods, who are, you know, in in mythology, who are a bunch of, you know jealous, greedy, horny, awful dicks. <laughs> They're basically the celestials. A little bit. Or the eternals.
1: Or yeah.
2: both. all of the above.
1: Yeah. Well, in theory, there's a whole lot more of eternals out there. Um, obviously there are there more celestials out there, but even then there's still the celestials will have in at least as far as the Marvel comics are concerned, they fought each other. And apparently, this is their only way to procreate: is to plant a seed inside a planet, kind of like ego was doing, but not to the point where it takes over an entire planet. He was just planting a, you know, a, a good enough size seed at different planets with other beings to create a child that was had a similar strength as him. Hence, why. Peter Quill is able to hold an Infinity Stone and not die.
2: Now now see, now see, kids. When a Celestial gets very, very angry and wants to destroy something, he 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 plants a seed (laughs) in a planet, Mm -hmm. and then they grow the population. Mm -hmm. And then Cthulhu—it's like the
1: birds and the bees on a whole messed up another level.
2: (laughs) And then Cthulhu (laughs) pops out. And everybody dies. Yes, that's where babies come from. Kids.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Well, and uh, speaking so, of uh, speaking of horn of horn dogs, at least as far as his character in the comics, the the mid credit scene mm-hmm. um, is Thena the uh, Macarai and Druig on the ship on their ship the domo um trying to you know it's a few weeks after uh cersei and the others got plucked up by er- erishim and you know they're search you know they're sending out probes or whatever it is that they do trying to find their friends uh because they don't know where this center you know this place of you know where erishim was doing all this stuff with the the eternals exists Because they always thought that they were from Olympia. Which does not exist. So they have no idea where they're supposed to go. Uh, So they're busy looking for their friends. And finding nothing. Um, When all of a sudden. (laughs) They get some visitors. That just appear on their ship. Well I say bloop. It's very similar to the biofrost. uh, In Thor. um, Actually it's very similar. Technology like what Hemdall uses. Um, And. Um. Uh, well first uh there is a small drunk dude that kind of looks like sir thomas from narnia uh (laughs) called pip the troll voiced by Patton oswald so Patton oswald is now in the mcu two different ways uh (laughs) after being on agents of shield um and he is he plays, he does like this whole like major Domo introduction type thing where he's like, you know, you know, you know, now introducing blah blah, you know, I forget all the things he says. Um, But um, the the person he's introducing shows up and it's uh, another Eternal um, called Eros who just happens to be Thanos' brother. Mm-hmm.
2: And with a name like Eros... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No.
0: Okay, no. what are you putting together here? <laughs> <laughs> Share uh, Eros, with the class, Chrissy.
2: Eros, in, in Greek mythology, I don't know about the comics. I don't know about any of that. He is... Okay, his Roman counterpart is Cupid.
1: That's uh-huh. where we get oh. the name
2: erotic. Uh
1: huh. word erotic. Uh-oh. That's exactly how he is oh, in the comics.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 He's a, he's he's a bit of a horn dog in the comics.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Great.
0: Well, and considering
1: who they got to play him, oh, geez, there's going to be lots this. of there's got a little, there's going to be a lot of women throwing themselves at him because he's played uh, by Harry Styles.
2: Uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. the, the 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 bras <laughs> and panties are going to be thrown at the at the the. Red carpet of this thing, of this movie, whichever one he's in, and he's the bad guy. Oh, sweet niblet skies, what are you doing? What are you doing to me? Mm-hmm.
1: I think
2: my yeah. brain just broke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did. I kind of did too, because they're like, you know, Prince of Titan, you know, brother of Thanos, and I'm like, wait, Prut. First of all, Thanos has a brother.
0: Brother? Yeah.
1: Second of all,
2: it's Harry Styles. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Third of all, at who least, is his parents?
2: <laughs> at least Thanos, all he wanted to do was just was just have the population. Yeah. And that was it. Well. I don't, don't want to think about what kind of crazy, insane, stupid... Disgusting <laughs> stuff that a- that a guy like Eros is going to come up with to be about? <laughs> can we not? I, I <laughs> think can we I don't think it'll plan. get that bad. I mean, I'm I don't. I, I can't,
0: plan was stab his brother. <laughs> I
1: can, I can't imagine that uh, it would be any worse than probably the partying that we saw with like the Ravagers and stuff and Guardians too.
2: Okay, I'm just... So, I'm I mean, just... this is this is the MCU. I don't
1: think we're going to go, like, Deadpool, you know, like, ratings with, well, with Deadpool that. Deadpool
2: made a lot of money.
1: Yeah, it is true, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't think they'll necessarily go down that route, so... But, yeah, ca- uh, canonically in the comics, Eros and Thanos um, are the sons of two celestials their parents are celestials who at some point were able to do something that allowed them to procreate but the reason thanos looks the way he does is because he has deviant dna in him or like a, a weird like genetic quirk where his dna got a little screwy so he has deviant some deviant in him which is why he looks like purple space grimace with the nutsack chin and why that's, his brother yeah. looks like harry styles
2: his brother is 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 a boy band
1: yes a mm-hmm. walking boy band oh exactly my. yep so and if that wasn't jaw-dropping enough as it <laughs> is, because <laughs> that's i mean that's kind of exciting in a way because mm-hmm. you know we got another you know we 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 are introduced to another eternal. That's not part of the group that we already knew. He's supposed to be in the same level as like Ajax was. And now Circe is. Um, so he's got the little orb thing. Um, that allows him to communicate with, I don't know if it's the same celestial or if maybe he had a different one he was reporting to. So, but he's got that thing that'll probably work as some sort of radar to help them narrow down to where they need to go to rescue their friends. Um So that'll give us some fun space shenanigans type things probably for the sequel um, to to do all that fun stuff before at least some of those Eternals probably end up either back on Earth or somewhere in space with some of the Avengers that we have now to fight whatever the next big bag, bag bad is which is probably going to be galactus at the rate we're going uh for t- you know we're talking celestials and like galactus is supposed to be the same size as a celestial if not bigger so <laughs> uh so, but back on earth <laughs> our post credits thanos
2: yes yeah. thanos
1: yeah really well and then back on earth keeping things more Terran bound uh apparently Dane even though Cersei got plucked right front in front of him he's like he's not just gonna sit on his laurels uh because he knows all about Cersei and everything they, they're like she explained everything so they're, they're, yeah he's like okay well that was apparently an eternal thing well, I'm like, gonna...
2: like a good like a good girlfriend ought to do in this in this situation yeah,
1: yeah. so Dane is all like well my girlfriend's gone I don't know if she's gonna be back so let me handle this this family stuff that I found out while she was gone the first time Um, and we see him in this really old you know like office but in like a castle type thing so something you'd see in like a Dracula movie you know or uh, you know old hammer horror type movie you know stone walls big wooden desk you know (laughs) You know, in you know, bookshelves stuffed with books, inlaid into the walls, that sort of thing. And there's this big box on the desk, and he's all like, "Should I? I shouldn't. Should I? Shouldn't. Shouldn't I? Shouldn't?" He's trying, yeah, trying to decide box. whether he yeah, in the box. <laughs> well, he knows what's in the box. We're all like, "What's <laughs> mm-hmm. in the box?" Uh, but he's all like, "Should I take? You know, should I? Should I take what's in the box, or should I just leave it? Should I take it? Should I just leave it?" And he's like, "I'm gonna do it." uh He's like, "Yeah." i've come this far i just you know i, I got i just got to do it so opens a lid of the box there's this big ass sword in there thankfully kit harrington knows his way around the sword so
3: mm-hmm. coming
1: come future movies he's not going to need a whole lot of training uh <laughs> <laughs> so there's this middle sword uh the box has a phrase in latin that i'm not even going to try to pronounce in latin but essentially it translates to death is my reward um and um as he's about to break the you know he's reaching into the box about to pull it out and the the sword seems to kind of react to him getting close to it like there's like stuff engraved on the on the blade and it seems to start moving and he's about to grab it. And then there's this voice that just comes out of the, you know, off screen. You never see the 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 who says it. But there's this voice that's all like, are you sure you really want to do that? You know, Mr. Whitman. And then it just goes black. Um, that voice has been confirmed by by our intrepid director here, Ms. Zhao. That was Mahersha Ali. So that was Blaine. Hey.
0: okay cool i was just like okay is that blade or is that nick fury no that was blade because the sword
1: is the ebony blade
0: nice
1: which if you know anything about the marvel comics and i i'm really kind of itching now to read some of this stuff although who knows how they're going to modernize it but there is a run or whatever i don't know what the proper terminology is but marvel comics at one point did dive into and as far as the comics are concerned and essentially now has been confirmed um in the mcu that the arthurian legend exists in reality so things like Merlin and king arthur and excalibur which actually is on the eternal ship um (laughs) exists in the mcu um so yeah the ebony blade if you want to read into that you can um just to get an idea of what they may do again we have no idea how they're going to modernize it and you know because they like to cherry pick and do their own spin on things um Mm -hmm. but just to get an idea but yeah the ebony blade has connections to dracula which obviously means vampires which obviously means Blade. So which we knew Blade was coming mm-hmm. eventually. Right. And they'd announced Mahershali Ali was gonna be playing Blade, but yeah, now he is actually at least as far as voice is concerned, he is now in the MCU uh as Blade. So, let's see, we've got... so yeah, we've got big ass, you know, universe destroying, planet destroying, celestials, um, just destroying planets, this, that way, and the other, so that they can hatch new Family members and then vampires.
2: <laughs> so we have vampires, we have zombies, we have witches, and we have eldritch abominations. And, and Thanos's brother,
1: who is apparently a horned
0: Oh my.
2: <laughs> well, this, this phase is going in a direction that um, nobody predicted.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I killed Rachel with that. <laughs>
1: i just can't i mean just uh i mean yeah (laughs) i just yeah
2: i mean it it was one thing to be
1: like you know it was one thing to be like oh yeah we're just you know we're gonna drop in thanos's brother here you know another eternal and all this other crazy stuff and you know because i'm i'm fully convinced that we are headed towards galactus as like the next like thanos level bad um which yeah i'm kind of with chrissy though it was like i kind of miss Thanos. now he doesn't seem so bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? so, like, all, all he
2: all he did was just kind of did we get hella
1: or ego or you know <laughs> Surtur. can we just have ragnarok <laughs> all over again you know
2: sure because <laughs> that would mean we'd have you know Iron Man and and Cap mm-hmm. and all those guys back yeah, again.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh. yeah or like if we were just gonna go down like the Arthurian you know legends to help feed into this whole backstory of the Ebony Blade and Excalibur mm-hmm. and vampires and you know the living dead you know type Things like I was like, okay, yeah, that still seems manageable. That seems like on like a you know like a hella level maybe, or I don't know. Uh, this is
2: just getting crazy. Just, I know. Like, how much more can we keep track of?
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm here for it. <laughs> like my my brain feels like it's gonna explode, but I don't care. I'm just gonna keep cramming in there like just give me more i just you yeah. know seventh grade algebra i don't need that just pluck that out and you know vampires mcu there we're good this is the information i really need to exist in life yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just the just the fact that they just you know they gave us a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene that are both exciting, but are just like, could they be any more, as far as the spectrum is concerned, of stories that we're gonna get in the MCU that could be further apart? I know. I'm like, <laughs> what do
2: you? I don't know. I I I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm just sitting here going like, what is up? Uh, See see, this is why this is why I had a hard time with comics, you know, the, the comics in, in the first place, because they are so all over the place and like, okay, what do I need to know? Mm-hmm. Or which ones do I need to read? And I kind of feel like the MCU is because I like the movies. so like, okay, this is very straightforward. You get there the heroes, here are the Avengers, and now we are just like, we've got you know, the supernatural, we've got science, you know, scientific stuff we've got gods and myth and and all of this and i'm like so basically you're going to just take over the entire sum total of human knowledge and Mm -hmm. literature and and everything and just say superheroes did it
1: Mm -hmm. i mean to paraphrase nick fury and uh know, like we mentioned that that uh Mm -hmm. The very first post-credit scene, and in, in the first Iron Man, like Mr. Stark, you are now part of a bigger universe. <laughs> you just yeah. don't know it. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> you know? know how big. Yes, <laughs> this is exactly what it feels like. So, but you know what? I'm here for it. I trust them. You know, we've been able to go this many movies, and I've been able to keep track. Which for me is. An accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can keep track of it, anybody can.
2: <laughs> teach me your, teach me your ways, Yoda. <laughs> Forget mm-hmm. everything else you know, <laughs>
0: or think you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah <exactly>. or that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. so I mean, Kit Harrington. His character's name—that's right out of the comics. I mean, that there was like no, like hiding where this was probably going because that's exactly who mm-hmm. Dane Whitman is—is is an ancestor. So, yeah. It, it, if they hadn't done that, people would have been like, "But, but, 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 but," you know, the people that know the comics. <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: Well there you go so everybody if your brain is still functioning, functioning yeah and if you have not, not having a headache eternals or our news or you know anything else that we've talked about here today send us feedback our email address is fiveishfangirls at com. you can also go to our website which is the fiveishfangirls.com You will find links to all of our social media and our stores and links and And you can leave comments and all the things, all the things. And thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and all of the great stuff that you guys do for us. And because then we can continue putting out this lovely podcast, in which I have, in which I have a a a figurative aneurysm over (laughs) popping out of the earth. (laughs) Which I guess is the point of Lovecraft. (laughs) Is you know. its appearance, its appearance makes you go insane.
1: <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, yeah. The whole, the whole concept of celestial. I, my first thought was, this is Cthulhu. This is, this is Eldris abominations. This is, uh, I don't know. Look up, look up the video game Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem, and look up the, 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 the. What's it, who's? It's the monsters in that thing, and it's like, oh, that's what it is.
1: Cue the Metallica song, Call of Cthulhu. Cthulhu, yeah. Who's <laughs> just thinking that <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. And just wait till uh certain Sorcerer supreme screws everything else up in about a month.
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. barely have time to breathe yeah I know oh hey by the way (laughs) yes, strange that's happening just because the
1: poor teenager came to you going help me (laughs) yeah such a sucker I love him this is the
0: time when you listen to
2: (laughs) yes Long Help
1: us, right. Juan. you're our only hope. <laughs> only hope, yes. As we've determined between uh, Shang-Chi and what if,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wong is our only
3: hope. <laughs> yeah.
2: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to look back on all this and think, how many things... How could
1: Wong could... have stopped?
2: <laughs> yes, if anyone yes. had been planning or had been, anyone who had been listening to Wong, it's like, how much, how many problems could we have just avoided?
1: Uh huh.
3: Oh, my goodness. Oh.
1: All right. Well, on that note, before I lose my mind anymore, I already have. I'm so glad next week is a short week holiday. (laughs) Uh, We shall uh, sign off for
2: this week. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City.
0: This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening.
2: This is Rachel in some corner of the universe.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Thanos was right.
2: (laughs) Oh, I think that every day almost.
1: if you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash ish fangirls podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official fiveish fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash ish fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveish fangirls at gmail.com. You could also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ish fangirls.